Great afternoon, MidMichigan and beyond, and welcome to The Drive with Jack. It is a spotlight a radio network. Jack Eblen here with my producer, Boston Rob. Start another massive MidMichigan Sports Week. Rob, tons to talk about. Uh, just about every sport, Detroit Lions getting ready for a playoff game against the Los Angeles Rams. That is Sunday night, which means that we'll be taping press pass then and won't be able to be there. Kills me. Uh, we have college basketball that we're not going to talk about right now for a number of reasons. And want to welcome in our first guest today, Tom Crawford, Blue Belly Tom, my broadcast partner for close to 22 years. And, of course, diehard Michigan Wolverine fan, historian. Tom, you are here. You are not in Houston. You're going to be at Crawford Indoor Stadium. Uh, a little nervous? Well, you know, you, you realistically look at nervousness and, you know, you say, hey, as, as fans, you, you have no control. So, right. yeah, right. the anticipation is, is there, definitely. And, and, you know, it's like been 26 years, right, since Michigan's had a shot at a national championship in football. Yeah. And they haven't, you know, they had a couple of misfires in the semis the last two years. And so right. hopefully the third time will be the charm. And this is a great opportunity for Michigan to have a the best team that I can ever recall in the, yeah. in the 60 years of following this program as a kid. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, absolutely. Yeah, there's there's nervousness and anticipation. You want to get the game here and play and see how it plays out. Yeah, I said last night, uh, you and... Mike Griffith were the panelists on Press Pass Team 536. Uh, I thought Michigan would win this game. I played this script out in my head dozens of times. Win 28-26, stopping a two-point conversion try. I hope that <laughs> Michigan fans can tolerate that. But uh, they made it through the game against Alabama, so they should have yeah. some experience for it. And I remember very clearly being out in Pasadena, Joanne Gerstner, and I, from the Lansing State Journal, were covering Michigan in that game against Washington State. Were you back in Crawford Indoor for that one, too? Oh, uh, well, that was uh, the old Wabash. Well, that was before I moved to East Lansing. I was Wabash Road on the, on the east side of, uh, of Lansing. And ah. same scenario, you know, Michigan people over uh, maybe more than I normally have for that game. And um, But that was a great win, and it came right down the wire. I mean, like I yeah. said before, anything that is – Involves Michigan with something big in terms yeah. of you know basketball, football. There's always drama uh, surrounding <laughs> it, and that can be negative drama or or positive drama. And you can go, you know, there's nothing simple, cut and dry. Maybe, you know, maybe it'd be nice if that happened tonight, but um, and this whole season's had drama, and we'll probably continue to have drama following it. So um, that's just the way Michigan's wired, and that's you know you learn to accept it. Rob, let the record show that I have watched Michigan win one or one-half, depending on your perspective, more national championships in person than Blue Belly Time. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 You know, with my bowl record, whatever it is, one and six, one and seven, uh, I, you know, I didn't even consider going to this bowl game. Not that I have any impact, but you think you have impact, every superstitious. And um, I got a lot of friends that are down there. It's actually yeah. the town – um, it's, this stadium is right next door to a, a stadium that I've frequented many a times. It's still standing, the old Houston Astrodome that was built yes. in 1963, yes. and it's yes. still there. 
Um, it looks like you know a little, uh, you know, it looks so tiny next to yeah. these new stadiums, NRG. But it's the same parking lot, and and uh, it's you know I know exactly where that is inside the six ten loop. I've been there many a times, and yeah. So uh, and the last time, or you know, the only time I've seen Michigan win a bowl game was in Houston on the sidelines covering Michigan playing UCLA in the Blue Bonnet old, uh, Bowl. Ast- they call it the Astro Blue Bonnet Bowl. Nice. Yep. And um, they won thirty three fourteen, and that was you know that was a year after they won the Rose Bowl. So they, they actually, Bosher Meckler won two bowl games in a row. Think about that. So that was a good one. Wow. Yeah, I, I have been uh, at the Astrodome, uh, not for some of the more famous events. You think about that facility, and oh, you know, yeah. it was the eighth wonder of the world when it was built. Sure. And then, uh, Bobby Riggs and Billie Jean King in the Astrodome. You think of the famous Houston UCLA basketball game. That's the first that... thing I. That's the first yeah. thing that. I, and then that building was five years old. And yeah. when I went down there and, and worked down there in Houston, people, a couple people I knew were at that game, and you know it was just one of those I wanted to be there kind of games. Yeah. You know, and they, I, you know, I, where they have fifty, fifty or sixty. I don't know how many people they had there, but um, right. 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 the the court was an orphan out there. But actually, it was it it was kind of a precursor to what Final Fours became. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, you know where, but it was orphaned out there in the middle of the of the right. of, of the of the field, and uh, but that Astrodome, you know, still has you know a lot of memories for me, and uh, but I'm glad it's not played there. I'm glad it's played at NRG. Let's talk about this Michigan team, Tom, compared to the '98 team. This one doesn't have Charles Woodson, who's one of the best defensive players college football has ever seen. But I think this team matches up favorably in a number of other ways. How would you compare those two teams? Well, this team um, is a more complete team, and I know people have used that redundantly over and over. But it's true. I mean they they are they're not they're not great or they're not fantastic or whatever, jarringly good in anything. But they're really good in just about everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, the receiving core is a little bit down from the past. Rushing game has not been stellar like it has in the past. Um, it, it's, it's balanced though between passing and rushing. And but the, the biggest thing, the biggest nugget for this team that's been missing, I think, in past years is the depth of the defensive line, and that's been the difference maker. And, and you know, that seven man rotation, um, and. And that's you know that's been huge, and they have fresh guys in there. In the final play, there was only one starter. Uh, in fact, one shade, uh, Rayshon Benny got hurt in the first quarter of the game uh, in the Rose Bowl. He will not be part of that rotation, but still, it's a deep rotation. And I think it's if there's one position group that's vital tonight, it's Michigan's defensive line will dictate if they yeah. can do what they want to yeah. do and. And, and and create uh, uncomfortable, you know, quarterback pressures up the middle on Michael Penix, and they'll have an excellent chance of winning. Yeah, I'm going to go a little bit off of that and say I think the Michigan offensive line is going to be uh, critical because it's been up and down. It hasn't been the Joe Moore award-winning lines of the previous two years, and there have been injuries, reasons for that, not having Zach Center, but uh, some guys came in and, stepped up against Bama, and if Michigan can control the football 
and keep Michael Penix off the field a little bit, I think that really helps the Wolverines. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I saw Texas. I watched that entire game, the Tech, you know, the Sugar Bowl, and they were able to run the football. And Texas has a good running attack, but it's not as good as Michigan's. And I, you know, I think, and I think Michigan's do uh, to have that, you know, complete game from a rushing standpoint and get that, you know, plus two hundred, maybe the two twenty-five, you know, two hundred twenty-five yards, maybe even two thirty or two fifty. Who knows? And if you, you know, you compound that along with. Um, a couple hundred yards passing, you know, then you go in the game. And, you know, moving the sticks, 10, 12-play drives, yeah. uh, not four- to six-play drives, but, t- you know, that keeps Michael Penix, right. uh, Dylan Johnson, and all, all those great receivers on the on the sideline. That's the best defense you can have. Keep them on the sideline and watch them. And that's, I think, that's another key element, you, a good point that you just made. And let the record show, Tom, you and I, were uh, in that group before the season started who said Michigan would be 15-0, and that it would win a national championship. Wolverines threatening to make us look a lot smarter than we really are. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I remember that in, down in Indy. And, um, you know, I mean, most people thought they would drop one. And, we all, you know, we were all leery of that, you know, that sandwich game, that Maryland game, which actually ended up being a little suspect that mm-hmm. between the Penn State and Ohio State wins. But we didn't anticipate, you know, this sign-stealing scandal, whatever, that came out the week of the Michigan State game. And um, that could be a defining moment that week, ironically, against Michigan State. And they played very well against Michigan State, albeit a, one of the worst Michigan State teams I've ever seen um, yeah. in my lifetime. But um, still, um, I, you know, since that time, they, you know, they, it's been a unit, a fist, if you will. And the other thing about Michigan and – from a media standpoint, when you're in front of at least you know four or five players, six or seven players every Saturday, you you get a feel for the culture and what they say. And never seen a team that was more supportive of each other um, and more complimentary to the staff, not just their position coach, but to Jim Harbaugh. And you don't always see that consistently voiced, and you hear that over and over and over with this team. Well, I know some non-Michigan alums who took the bet in Vegas on uh, Wolverines at 8-1 to one odds for a, a fair amount of money. So they're watching this game with great interest tonight. Uh, yeah. W- Want to talk to you a little bit about Washington and Michael Penix Jr. Of course, uh, Michigan State wants to retire his number. Wish they could have done it uh, before he got <laughs> here as a Husky. But anybody who can throw for 1,500 yards against one school that's almost unfair, and I'll never forget the day he completed 20 straight balls in Spartan Stadium. Yeah, uh, I'm driving home from I don't know what game, what game, whenever that Washington game was, and um, hearing George Blaha, I mean, it was just uh, wow. I mean, he ever barely saying it. It was just such a domination, yeah. and you know, when you have, it's just not Michael Penix Jr. I mean, man, he's got these these, these receivers, Roma Dunze, you know, who made that big catch against, uh, um, you know, against Oregon. I mean, he's just making big grabs and, and Polk and Westover and yeah. McMillan. I mean, they, they you know, those, those are dudes, flat-out dudes. That's the strength of their team. And then Dylan Johnson, the running back, number seven, who, you know, for some strange reason was in the game at a weird time at the end of that game, got hurt, re-aggravated an injury. Um, it sounds like he's good to go. He'll do everything he can 
um, to play. And uh, so, you know, this is it. You might as well empty the tank. So um, it's a, you know, it's a dynamic dual kind of dual attack or passing. It can be rushing as well, but just the quick release. We've talked about this over and over. We've been hearing about it all, all day today. We've been hearing about the last all through the playoffs, through the season, a quick release. And Michigan's going to, going to have to, you know, make it him uncomfortable. And yeah. um, that's, that's the big challenge. And, um, uh, you know, Jesse Mitchell's going to have to figure that out. And, uh, but he's capable of doing that. You mentioned the Huskies four pro receivers, the three wideouts uh, and Jake Westover. Yeah. Uh, they also have a couple of players who were here in the state of Michigan, uh, Giles Jackson. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. <laughs> In Ann Arbor and Jeremy yeah. Bernard at Michigan State, those yeah. guys are really good receivers, and you know they're spot players for those. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. In fact, Giles Jackson got in the Michigan game, Michigan Washington game two years ago, I think it was, um, after he had transferred. And um, yeah, that's strange. But you, I mean, just think about you're going to be seeing that more and more and more mm-hmm. of players going against their former teammates. Uh, in, in in critical games and with with the transfer portal and and so it doesn't really surprise me but yeah his mom was visiting with the other moms from that she used to be a fellow mom at Michigan last yeah. night uh, at an event and um, so uh, that just adds to it but he he's gonna, he's having a hard time getting getting targets on this this re- receiving core my God these guys are flat out good Will Johnson. Michigan's best corner is going to have to have his best game for Michigan to win this game. If Washington does win this game, Tom, uh, would Giles Jackson be become the first player uh, who, as a Wolverine, beat a team and then came back and beat Michigan with that same team? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't. What's about Mike that. Boren? Remember when he went to? Ohio State, right? Oh, he, yeah. Uh, Michigan? Yeah. But I don't know yeah, that his, he ever had a win on both sides of that game. Yeah, and his dad played at Michigan, ironically, linebacker in the uh, late yeah. 70s, early 80s. Funny how this all happens. Um, but, you know, like I said, that's just we're going to see more and more of that. But, uh, I'm, you know, I'm just looking forward to I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a fourth-quarter game. I think it even could be a – Final possession game. I think for Michigan, though, they, they're going to have to limit the you know the, the number of possessions. Try to get it into that double digit category, maybe seven to nine as opposed to twelve or fourteen. Right. Uh, right. You know, Washington doesn't. They don't kick field goals. They score touchdowns. Uh, and if you can hold them to field goals, that's messing up their formula for victory. So right. those field goals could be wins for this Michigan defense. Tom, uh, we have talked about this Michigan team a lot of different ways. And we've talked about uh, who might be back from it, coaching and playing. But I want to take a historical look at uh, three position groups. And we spent a little bit of time, not a lot on the show, talking about Mount Rushmore's. I want your Mount Rushmore of Michigan quarterbacks. Give me the four best that you know, and I don't care if you want to go back to Benny Friedman, uh, give me the four best Michigan quarterbacks in history. If anyone would know, it would be you. Well, you know, and, 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 and I guess the criteria, you're just saying flat out they were at that position or at they were Michigan. winners. I'm not talking about what they did in the NFL. 
No, I know I understand that, um, but I mean they have to win championships. Is that part of the criteria, or just the ones that I that I that I just my favorite Michigan quarterbacks? Maybe it's maybe up to you. If you had if you could pick four, and you had to win a game to save your life, which four would you take? Well, the, the, I've been saying the last year and a half, J.J. McCarthy will go down as the greatest quarterback in Michigan history, and yeah. and I still yeah I I truly believe that. Um, and he might even he might even come back next year. So JJ's my number one. Chad Henney is a close second, though. Yeah, I don't yeah. think people realize how productive mm-hmm. he is was as a four year starter, uh, including a, a Big Ten championship share in, in uh, 2004 and a berth uh, in the Rose Bowl. And then mm-hmm. the two, he took him to 2006. Uh, he was he was amazing. So I think Chad Henney would be my number two. How many how many quarterback you want? Four of them. Four. 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 Okay. Then <laughs> um, you're gonna you're gonna probably laugh at uh, and I would you know when I was in school there Rick Leach you know took him to four yeah. bowl games but he lost oh, all yeah. four bowl games and um, that the record for touchdowns. Yeah, I mean probably Rick Leach would would probably yeah. be number three and then I, I got a tie for number four. Uh, you can only my, put my four first, faces on the rock. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll, I'll, I'll okay. I'll dump down Morehead. I'm going to put Bob Timberlake in there, there because go. Bob Timberlake won the Rose Bowl, and he was my first Michigan quarterback to see um, in 1964. A big dude, and he was just up in the press box. Um, this I got to meet him. I got to shake his hand. Um, minister, right? He. That's what he ended up being. Yeah, he's yeah, obviously yeah. retired. I mean, he's in his. My God, he's in his 80s, 80s early 80s, yeah, I think. Yeah, in his 80s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, anyway. First game um, I saw in Ann Arbor I was three years before that. Uh, Tom, it's amazing. I saw a Michigan game in person three years before you, but I'm a lot of Yeah, uh, yeah. Dave Glinka, do you remember him? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I got to go. I start at the 64 team. It's like Larry Lade starts at Anthony yeah. Carter, right? Yes, and so right. nothing that's else right. before that ever existed in Larry Lage's mind, right? Well, I can regale you with stories about <laughs> Benny McRae and Dave Ramey oh, Chicago and George Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All, yeah. All right, yeah. I want to do the same drill with running backs. Give me your four greatest Michigan running backs <laughs> of all time. <laughs> oh, my God, you're killing me. Um, Tyrone <laughs> Wheelie's my number one. Okay. My abs, because he epitomizes the kind of running back. I'm a power, speed, Rose Bowl champion. He's my number yeah. one. Um, also, the, the second late- greatest high school player I have ever seen with my own eyes. And, Tom, I tell this story. I saw him score more points than the second-place team in a state track meet. Wow. That's uh, – oh, from Dearborn Heights Robichaud. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard it was like a freight train in the hundred meter dash. It was oh, like whistling, like a, like the trains coming down the track. The only player I've <laughs> I've ever seen like him at that level, and he was even a different because this guy was a was an option quarterback, was Todd Duckett, T.J. Duckett at Oh yeah, Lloyd Norix, and they right. they weren't that different except Wheatley was faster. Yeah, yeah, okay. So um, so he's um, he's number one. Number two is the late Rob Lytle. Uh, in the mid seventies, um, who was the hardest worker of all time? Um, he he was amazing. Um, so that that's number two, a two number guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, right, 20, he started 25 out twenty five. Yeah, yeah, he started out twenty five as a sophomore, 
right. and then moved moved over to uh, 41 and where he, yeah. uh, I mean, that's where he started junior and senior year, most of them. Fremont, um, Ohio. And you know who else yep, is from Fremont, Ohio? Ohio. Same Big as Charles nut. Woodson. Yep, yep. Yeah. Number three is Blake Corum, um, who okay. I, is an amazing athlete, an amazing person, uh, incredible character kid. Mm-hmm. Um and and so he's he's a solid number three and uh, and then number number four, number four is touchdown Billy Taylor out of Barberton, okay. Ohio. Um, yeah, who is who uh, both you know first star running? Well, it started yeah. out Glenn Dowdy. Yeah, and then Glenn Dowdy got hurt and Billy Taylor came in the Minnesota game in '69, tore it up for the next three seasons. So that's my top. That's four. a good list. That's a very good four. Yeah, uh, a lot, a lot of great that, names I've left off, though. Oh, a lot of great. Ron names. Johnson and Mike Hart are mad at you right now. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, absolutely. I mean, my God, Tamunga Bianca Batuka. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, who had 313 yards against Ohio State? I mean, that's why. I mean, we we like to do this exercise in, in sports talk radio, but it's so hard yeah. because you're leaving people out that shouldn't be left out. I'm going to give you one more group: defensive backs. It's a little tougher. Give me your four defensive backs, who you'd want out there to start a game if you had to win it. Which four do you like? Oh, uh, Charles Woods. <laughs> can we start one? there? Yeah. You can start there. Yeah, okay. I mean, he was um, yeah. he was absolutely terrific. So I put him there, um, uh, and, and uh, I'm, I'm going to put Will Johnson on the other side. So, because okay. I, I want, I want those two cats at the corner, um, and and maybe throw somebody as a nickel back before this exercise is over. With. Mm-hmm. But and then at safety, um, since we're in the secondary, that you know, I'm going to go with Tom Darden, uh, who okay. is, I'm going once again going back to that '69 yep. to '71 yep. era. But the dude just flat out made mm-hmm. plays. So, um, yeah, um, I got him there, and oh my god, how this is going to be a. Uh, <laughs> this is a tough one uh, to, for the last one. Um, shoot. Um, let me go with uh, – oh, shoot. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dave Brown, another – you know, and I, Very good. Yeah, um, yeah, who played at safety. And he, once again, a playmaker, um, early 70s, 1970 to 70s. Yeah. Three or four, yeah, with Dave Brown. So I'm missing so many people out that I could put in there. How about but, Tom uh, Curtis? Yeah, Tom Curtis, uh, the in-law of Lloyd Carr. Um, uh, Lloyd Carr's daughter married, uh, uh, or Lloyd, Lloyd Carr's son married Tom Curtis's son. That's why that's kind of they got some pretty good bloodlines in that situation. But um, Jason Carr's wife. So yeah, yeah he, he's a good one. And um, oh my God. You're catching me off guard, but there, there's got to be tons of more that I'm going to, oh, yeah. like, hang yeah, up. Like, Rick Volk, there's so many of them, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have just put all of the non-Michigan fans to sleep, but I don't care. Uh, <laughs> this ha- I, ha- I had to get your take on this. A little bit different way to look at this game. It's been analyzed and broken down from so many Oh, my God. Different burnouts. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't watch any more – you know, coverage on TV, you just say, okay, this has been right. said, that's been said, let's just get on, and we're still we're yeah. sitting here at 425. we still got another three and a half hours before yeah. kickoff, and then, uh, God, this game will probably end. What you, what, what's your prediction when this game is finally over with? I'm picking, I'm picking 1125. 
I'll I'll go longer than that because I think Washington is going to throw some incomplete passes. They're going to stop okay. the clock some. Okay. Uh, I'll say eleven forty eight. Okay. So okay. So we got some gap in there between us. So if we we meet halfway between, so yeah. I, yeah. 1125 to 1148. Let's see how I got that marked down. Well, next time we chat, okay. we'll okay. find out who, who won that battle. Good deal. Hey, we will see you again uh, Sunday night on Press Pass. <laughs> Nothing to talk about this week here in Michigan, right? <laughs> yeah, we managed to get through this entire 25 uh, plus minutes and not mention Big Ten basketball. So, yeah, that's well, thank God. And from a yeah. Michigan standpoint, thank God. <laughs> To everyone who wants a meal made just for you, let our team member Arish share what makes Culver special. We know the best meals are the ones shared with the people you love, like our cook-to-order butter burgers and our real Wisconsin cheese curds. And there's no better way to treat yourself than our creamy, fresh, frozen custard. I put the same care into your meal that I would for my own family. Come to Culver's for a meal made the Wisconsin way. From From Wisconsin Wisconsin with love, welcome to Delicious. Hey, Spartan fans, when you want the largest and best selection of Spartan gear, Alumni Hall is your ultimate shopping destination. Come get your officially licensed gear. Nike, Champion, Columbia, Yeti, New Era hats, tailgating gear, and more. MSU students, faculty, and military receive 10% off in-store every day. And you can earn cash back with their Hall Pass rewards. Alumni Hall, located in Eastwood Town Center near the Apple Store, or shop anytime at alumnihall.com. For the ultimate Spartan shopping experience, it's Alumni Hall. Time for a career change? Looking to make a difference? Dean Transportation is looking for compassionate people to join our dedicated team of school bus professionals. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased starting pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling with weekday hours, and more, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. No experience needed. Apply now and train all summer. Head to DeanJobs.com. So, it's been a while since you've had your jewelry cleaned and inspected, right? Where will you go and who will you trust with your most valuable and treasured heirlooms? At Meadowar Jewelers' four locations in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, and Portage, jewelry isn't just our job, it's our passion. Each and every piece entrusted in our care is thoroughly inspected by our trained staff against damage or normal wear. And we offer you, our customer, the highest level of quality on repairs and custom designs. Whether it's worn out prongs, channels, or shanks, it's all handled with incredible care. Medawar Jewelers in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, and Portage want to help you preserve your memories and offer you options on creating new ones. Come in today for the cleaning and inspection of your jewelry. We continue to work hard every day to earn your confidence and trust. Jack Ebley here with my good friend Matt Sloan at Graph of Okemos. Matt, gas prices are still up there, but you've got some good news. I do have good news, Jack. We have lots of different models that are going to help with that issue. I've got the Nissan Sentra, Versa, that all get over 30 miles to the gallon. In fact, the Versa gets 40 miles to the gallon. Wow. Our all-electric Aria has a range of 269 miles. And then on the Chevy side, Trax, Malibu, Equinox, and Trailblazer, all over 30 miles to the gallon. And our brand-new Blazer EV, 320 miles of range. Lots of great options. Stop and see Matt and the gang here. Graph of Okemos, they're making friends. 
To everyone who craves a handcrafted treat, let our team member Sephora tell you about a Culver's favorite. We make our thick and creamy fresh frozen custard in small batches all throughout the day. And we mean all day, every day. From our supremely rich shakes and concrete mixers to our freshly scooped dishes and cones, we handcraft every bite to pure perfection. Come to Culver's and get a taste of our fresh frozen custard. From From Wisconsin Wisconsin with with love, love, welcome to Delicious. Hey, Spartan fans, when you want the largest and best selection of Spartan gear, Alumni Hall is your ultimate shopping destination. Come get your officially licensed gear. Nike, Champion, Columbia, Yeti, New Era hats, tailgating gear, and more. MSU students, faculty, and military receive 10% off in-store every day. And you can earn cash back with their Hall Pass rewards. Alumni Hall, located in Eastwood Town Center near the Apple Store. Or shop anytime at alumnihall.com. For the ultimate Spartan shopping experience, it's Alumni Hall. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.